this week's edition of the Soda Talk. Coming a little late this week. Um, we've had a little bit of difficulties uh, being quarantined in the house and whatnot, uh, moving back from the dorms, college being totally moved online, and much more. Um, I'm ho- your host, Peyton. Um, today is March, is it the 20th or 21st, Dan? Uh, 21st. 21st. I never know. Um and we have the pleasure of talking with Dan this morning. Um, Dan, do you want to give us a little background on who you are, what you do, et cetera? Yeah, I'm pretty much the equivalent of you, but the main kid version. Yeah, Big so golfer. What, what college do you go to? I uh, go to MSU, Mankato State University. Yeah, and what's your uh, major or kind of area of concentration? Currently in marketing. marketing. Kind of focusing on graphic design at the moment. But all right, one course for marketing. A little bit more uh, marketing, creative side. Um, I went to high school with Dan. Uh, he's one of my good buddies, and we're just going to talk a little bit about how the world has kind of gone nuts. I know this is our third podcast on the coronavirus, and I'm sure it's getting a little sickening at this point just hearing about it nonstop. But it's kind of a crime not to talk about it because some of the stuff that's happened in our lives recently has really thrown for a turn, and. Uh, we're just going to kind of get a glimpse of what that is. So looking at the state of the U.S. and world right now, um, a total of 145 countries have been infected, um, 244,000 cases worldwide, uh, 10,000 deaths, and 86,000 recoveries so far. And then more specifically in the U.S., there are around 13,000 cases right now, 186 deaths, and 108 recovery. And those were numbers from yesterday, so they are not – totally up to date but it does give us a glimpse in well, to what things are looking like Dan, when did you first hear about the coronavirus uh heard about a month ago two months ago i think on memes that's, that's how it all started memes, memes. Yeah, really it's definitely on yeah, social media i really thought into it did you know i mean do you recall how many it's like what were you gonna say um do you recall like how many people were infected at the time of your discovery God, I didn't even know it was a real thing. <laughs> it's more of a I just joke remember for hearing you. about it. I think it was, it was a, a joke. more of a joke for anyone, especially in college. I mean, just thinking about this, and we'll touch on it later, like how it's drastically affected our lives here in Minnesota and across the world. Um, I mean, do you have any concerns about the coronavirus um, in your future? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, as far as health-wise, I'm, I'm not really worried about affecting my health. Um, more so everything around me i mean you're at such a, a dry dry point in life right now i mean if if this was like a movie i mean this is just the trailers i mean like I everything's know, just right. starting and i don't even know where this is gonna head well but they've already canceled everything i know let i mean me, I, let me say this though a lot of young people are actually dying and you know originally i was in the same boat as you is like well the coronavirus won't i mean it'll run right through me but at the same time there are a lot of young people are dying. A lot of people are saying um, it's due to vaping and other things like that that you know maybe we don't touch on a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these confirmed numbers, these are just people that have been tested. I mean, you can't really get tested unless you show the immediate symptoms. Um, yeah, and the there's, incubation there's such a shortage like on the uh, testing days. Kit. Yeah, 14 days. Yep. I, mean, I mean, they've been talking about, like, you know, maybe it's been circling – um, around for quite a bit, and we haven't even known about it. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at all the confirmed cases in Minnesota, U.S., I mean, those are just people who have been tested and confirmed of it. I mean, even to get tested, you have to have these symptoms for, I think, three days, and then they test you. Yeah, I mean, you, I wonder you, what they'd be like if you had so much more testing kits. And if you want to talk about your experience, I mean, have you, haven't you had an experience <laughs> with this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had, I just had a cough and a sore throat, so it kind of scared me. So, I, you know, I went in, and it was, it was something out of a movie. I mean, I, I pulled up. There was these people in uh, hazmat suits, and they had uh, tents up and everything, and I had to wait in line until someone came and knocked on my window. I couldn't roll it down. I had to pretty much scream through the window, and they told me to call a number, and they were like, yeah, you don't, you don't test, or you, you, you don't qualify to be tested. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they I sent me away. They are short on testing right now, especially in Minnesota, um, where we live, and that's it, I think they're kind of prioritizing who needs to be tested at the moment. And I guess you didn't qualify for that one. Do you know why you didn't <laughs> yeah, qualify? I don't qualify. Uh, the main thing, I didn't have a fever. Um, That's and a big I didn't have a dry cough. I had more of a, a wet mucus cough. Yeah. yeah. A gross one. <laughs> cough and stuff. I think I just got a cold at the wrong time. Right. No, I think everyone's on edge. And even if you do get symptoms, it's kind of like, well, do I have it? Um, but I mean, more to good news, China reported no new cases for the first day since the start of the epidemic, which is actually crazy. Um, and, you know, it's kind of moved its way out of China, which is a good thing. I think they capped out at like 80 to 100,000 cases. I could totally be wrong on that. But well, I, China also stopped testing for it. Oh, did they, they really? Did. Well, China's, China was one that did a complete shutdown, aren't they? Or is that just Italy and... Uh, well, they shut down the city of Wuhan and other major cities, but okay. I, I don't know if they stopped testing it. I don't know about okay. that. Well, you never really know with China because they can keep things um, kind of under the radar with their government. But yes, it China's has moved... government handed it very, very poorly. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, in the early, early stages. Yeah, it's definitely moved into more um, the Middle East, China, now it's in the U.S., and then especially in Europe, specifically Italy. Um, what Do you have any worries about certain countries? I know I've definitely worried about Mexico because they have a very, uh, I would say, not a very stable government down there. And I definitely don't think they have the supplies to handle an epidemic like this. I mean, what are your thoughts? Are, do you think certain countries are going to be at risk? Uh, what are your predictions? I think everyone's at risk. I don't think there's really one country that's set up for this i mean it, it's not just about the supplies it's more about how how reliable the you know the citizens are going to be i mean if even if you, you go out and you do a nationwide shutdown which is going to happen i just don't know when i think it should happen you, you you have to rely on your citizens to actually you know obey that right um if, if you just do a two-week uh two-week quarantine just nationwide even just a week I mean, you have to rely on everyone that actually, you know, follows that. Right. So do you know how all of this started? Do you know what the cause was? <laughs> Bat soup. Bat that's soup. All I know. Bat soup. Yeah, I mean, that's a big topic right now. Um, the, the thing with Chinese markets, have you heard about them? Um, any specifically? Just like what kind of stuff is inside of them? And No. Okay. Well, I guess you're going to learn a little bit as well. Um in these Chinese markets, they're miles wide, like miles wide in length. Um, so they're just absolutely huge markets. 
and it's kind of disgusting if you've ever seen pictures of them. But what they do is they have just animals. Any animal, like, you could literally think of is there to be eaten, and they're just thrown on piles of each other, and just, like, they're alive or dead. I mean, usually they're alive, and they'll butcher their that stuff right in front of you and, you know, whatever it is. But all these crazy animals like bats. Like, I don't know who would want to eat a bat. And, and I'm not saying, you know, like, don't eat a bat if you want to. But at the same time, like, it's not a normal thing over here in America. Um, but, like, just all the crazy diseases that can be carried within, the, within them is just kind of nuts. I mean, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's yeah. kangaroos, I mean, peacocks, like, all this crazy stuff. I've heard... I've heard two origin stories. I heard that it was in a lab, and it, like, escaped the lab, and then I heard something with guy eating bat soup or something. Yeah, well, I think most people should know by now bats carry terrible diseases like Ebola and now coronavirus. So, I mean, yep. stay away from bats. Don't eat bats. But um, to address that theory, um, there was a U of M professor. I don't know if he's a professor, but he's on some research team from the U of M, and he did an interview with Joe Rogan. I forget his name. Um, Michael something, but... He, you know, confirmed that it was definitely not from a lab. Like, there's, okay. like he said, there's no possible way that was from a lab. So, I mean, that yeah. kind of drowned that out. And, like, his whole expertise is on, you know, biological warfare and all that stuff. So, I, I mean, sure. just talking from the experts, he's like, you know, there's, like, there's no way that this would actually happen. I mean, this just, they can date. Uh, they were actually talking about this. They can date from when, like, the virus first, like, took hold. Uh, just from like well, kind of I mean, like carbon dating. COVID, COVID isn't necessarily new. I mean, it's been around for a while. It's no, just, but COVID nineteen is. Yeah, yeah, correct. I mean, it just all of a sudden became deadly. So that's why, that's why yeah. it's so scary because no one really knows what it is yet. Yeah, and they, and they've talked about that, and they said that you know, looking from its trace of lineage, that it's not made in the lab. Like it was definitely uh, purely biological, um, in every way natural. Um, but I mean, what are the ways? that we can stay healthy besides uh, eating bats, which I don't think we do over here um, in America. So that crosses one off. Um, do you have any ideas or have you heard anything? What what are what have you heard from how to stay healthy from this coronavirus? Uh, they just seems like the only thing they're preaching is don't touch your face and social distancing. Yeah, so I've actually um, grabbed a list from the CDC uh, wash hands, cough into your elbow or shirt, especially not at people. Don't touch your face. <laughs> stay out of the public. Stay six feet apart. Small gatherings. Don't fake not being sick, and it's not a joke. That's what they got for us. Um, I mean, that's kind of... If you're looking at this in a holistic approach, looking at it whole, I mean, the, it's basically you can't defend it. I mean, you can... Yeah. You can not touch your face all you want and you can cough into your elbow or whatever, but and stay six feet apart. It's only going to help you at this point. I mean, they were talking about how long it can stay on surfaces. Um, just on cardboard, it said it can take, you know, like up to three hours on cardboard, but you know, like stuff on like uh, stainless steel can last like three days. That's how long coronavirus well, can live on it. I don't know if you, uh, if you know a guy named Mark Rober, he's a, uh, he's an engineer for NASA. He, his, his own YouTube page, and he did a test on the spread of coronavirus, and he did it with uh, a couple a couple kids that he gave with some like some black light material so he can 
you know, analyze it later. And he, he gave it to three kids in a classroom. Yeah. Let them like run around and play for two hours and then came back in and literally everything was infected. Damn. And that, that was with coronavirus? No, it was just a, it was just a, you know, a simple variable. It was just some chemical he used, oh. but it was just, you know, to uh, simulate how Corona can spread. Yeah, I know. I just, I think it highlights, especially through this, like the amount of germs that are exchanged each day. It's kind of crazy that there hasn't been an epidemic like this um, in recent years already. Well, usually we're pretty good at stopping it. Um, you know, how we handled Ebola was pretty well. Um, but Ebola wasn't was... contagious. Yeah. I mean, it was contagious, but not in the same sense as this. Well, there's no really there's no really great way of stopping it. I mean, you can tell someone don't touch their face. But, you know, it's going to happen. You know, it's like telling someone not to breathe. I mean, like, like how to breathe. And I'm not saying it's a necessity to touch their face, but, I mean, you live your lifestyle, and it, it becomes such a force of habit. You know, itch your nose, itch your face. Yeah. Wipe something off. It just happens. No, I think there's definitely been a bunch of memes going around, or at least people who just see people who wear masks, and then they take off their mask to itch their nose. I'm like, bruh, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. whole point. Um, like, the masks, they well, don't actually do anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've seen that. Um, well, the the big spread, I don't know if it's true, but from what I've told, I mean, you could shake someone's hand that has, you know, COVID, and it's not going to infect you until you touch your face. That's what I was told, anyway. Right. I don't know the truth behind it, but that's what they... That's what they've been well, it has to, to find a way to get into your system, you know? Correct. So, I mean, if you can kill it before you touch your face or touch any, like, the holes around your face like i think you're fine uh, yeah unless I'd, I'd say the main problem right face. now is just the uh just just a fright that it's caused you know nationwide the mass hysteria and everything it's i know the toilet paper scared. thing is the dumbest thing i've ever heard that is hugely over exaggerated yeah like i don't know that should have never happened there's no toilet paper in the in the city of mankato and i'm like what what is going on like this doesn't. This virus doesn't take away your toilet paper, nor does it. I mean, obviously, it affects the supply chain, and well, you have people who are doing it trying to stock up, and then you have people who are doing it. They're thinking they're taking advantage of a situation to stock up on toilet paper for you know resale or whatever. Well, props to Amazon and eBay um, who outlawed the sale, and actually, they just did this recently um, in Minnesota as a whole. You can't do this anymore, but. Uh, you can't take advantage of buyers because of the situation. So, like, people are going on Amazon selling it, you know, by the roll for insane amount of price. Um, mm -hmm. But now they've outlawed it. Same thing with eBay. And now Minnesota has banned it entirely. So it's kind of crazy to think that they didn't have that rule already. Um, but it definitely props to them for fixing that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's right to take advantage of that. Um, but let's talk about the situation in any way. Yeah. I mean, totally. Let's talk a little bit how this has changed your life. Um, you go to college. You're a freshman. What has happened so far to you? Oof. Pretty much it's more of what hasn't affected me right now. I mean, I'm, I'm in the process right now of my work being shut down. School's been shut down, online only, um, which in a way that'll, for the classes I'm taking right now, it'll actually become easier. For the transition to online um just transportation just doing you know your, your everyday task is just completely shut out 
Uh, I know MSU right now, they just went out and I don't know if U of M's doing that, but they uh, completely closed the dorms at MSU and they're doing refunds. So I don't know if U of M's doing that, but yeah, so that's the, what MSU is doing right now. The U of M, um, University of Minnesota, um, has encouraged kids to stay at home. Um, they have not allowed people to move out of the dorms. Like I have moved out of the dorms just because I went early, but they haven't given a date for people to move out of the dorms because they don't want people co- all coming at once. Um, to get their stuff and then just making the spread as if they were going to college there. Um, sure. But, yeah, I mean, all dorms are shut down. Uh, you can live there if you're, like, a student from abroad. Um, but, again, with the dining halls, like, you go down there, you grab your food, and you have to go back up to your room. So, really, like, I think it's actually would, – it would be much better than trapping us in the dorms. Um, and they're actually moving classes to pass-fail – uh, you have the option to do that, which is nice because I mean, for certain classes, you need that in-person instruction, yeah. And yeah. No, you I just can't. Agree. You go online and do it, and it's just not the same. Um, for classes like accounting or like any math-based class, especially, yep. that is extremely hard to replace. Um, because you know you can't ask questions. They have these review packets, which you watch them do in person. It's just not the same thing. Um, so props to the U for doing that. But they are releasing, I think, by Monday or. I said hopefully by Monday, um, a package on what the refunds are going to be like. Um, a lot of people thought there wasn't going to be refunds, but you know, I'm actually surprised they are doing refunds. Um, I thought for sure they were just going to be really cheesy and say we're going to keep them open, and you have the option to go there. So yeah. it's your option. That's why we're not going to give you your money back. Um, but they actually, they actually did that. My <laughs> my main problem is there's so much uh, currency flow going on right now. Um, we're already so much in debt, and it seems like this money's just coming out of nowhere. You got to think the you know your dollar is going to be losing value at like it's already lost value. It's just more of a question of how much. What do you mean? You mean by like stocks, or what do you mean? Just in general, like currency in a whole. Um, I mean, you look at all these bills that are being passed right now to protect businesses, small, large um, citizens. I mean, you have you have all this spread of money. That it's it's coming from nowhere. Um, the the dollar's got to be losing value right now. Not not like in stocks, but I mean, what a dollar is today versus you know a year ago. I mean, in history, you see inflation. It's more, I think, the opposite right now. Wait, you think the dollar's deflating? Yes. Why would that be? I feel like I okay. I would feel like it's worth more because people aren't spending it. I feel like we are though. Oh, I, okay, wait, but I would think that they would be spending it on necessities and like stocking up on food, but that also you're not spending all that money on Amazon purchases and other things, gas, etc. Right. I mean, your your citizens are because they're they're doing that because you know you're kind of in a, a dire need right now because you don't know how long this is going to last. But when you're looking at the greater picture of you know the government. Um, and you know where the money's coming from. I mean, right now we're in the process of. It's like, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't remember the exact total, of all the bills that Trump's passing right now, but it's effectively almost doubling our debt right now, because he's going to right now. Everyone's getting, you know, yep. So everyone's getting that uh, up to twelve hundred dollars um, if you're under the income of, like seventy thousand or is something. It by, isn't it by household though? So when I read into it, I was told by household, but then when I read into it, it's more, it's, it's based on, first of all, you have to be a taxpayer. 
and then it goes by your yearly income, and then it goes by how you claim yourself as a dependent or independent. Oh. So I think I'm a household doesn't really work. <laughs> you didn't you didn't file independent? Could have. I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't do my taxes. My dad did. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> he definitely did dependent. You get a lot more if you yeah file dependent. So, there's that. I don't know. I just I just feel like with the government spending this money that's coming from nowhere, it's gonna have such huge uh such huge just a lot of repercussions. A lot of uh yeah. flat you know. Flashback. Especially That's not a great word. I can't find the word I'm looking for here. Yeah, I feel but... I feel bad for high school seniors though. Like, I mean, it is sad. And we, you know, like, flashback to a year ago, we were in the same spot as them, except we were focusing on graduation and everything coming to an end. Your last days with your friends, and now these high school seniors, you know, they don't get that commencement. Same thing with college seniors, but you know, you don't get your last sports. Like, what if baseball was your sport? Like, you're out. Um, you you don't get those last hours with your friends or days or weeks i mean you are not walking out on top it's kind of a sad soppy story to be honest right i mean you can look at high school student you can look at college seniors i mean think about if you were college senior in syracuse i mean they they just got to march madness first time in however many years and they're like oh psych not happening yeah no i think it's definitely sad um for that but i mean just the crazy amount of things that have changed so far um, kind of has brought, you know, apocalyptic fears, not apocalyptic, I guess in the movies, but how your life can completely be changed by a virus or the government or war or whatever. And that's something we haven't experienced or, I mean, for most of us, our parents haven't experienced um, being no born after, yeah, the Vietnam War or such. So, I mean, we really haven't had an, a shakeup like this in a while. I mean, like businesses, like uh, restaurants are takeout only. Um, a lot of businesses are shut down. Uh, the travel advisory, which I don't know. Do you think there will be a lockdown soon? Yeah. You, you, like statewide, nationwide? Which one? I, 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 I don't know. Like I, California's right done now, it already. I feel like, yep, and I think New York did as well. Um, yeah. It's pretty much felt following suit right now. Um, it's definitely just a matter of time. I, I don't know how soon it's going to happen, but I, I definitely think 100% it will. When do you think it'll peak? Like, when do you think the virus number Because in China it peaked, so now it's on its way down. But when do you think it's going to peak here? Well, it's it's a question of what you mean by peak. Like, peaked by confirmed cases or yes. peaked as in... Okay. Um, I like, do you think it's going to be two it, weeks, it, three weeks, a month, a couple months? Depends if, I think if we get more testing kits. Because <laughs> well, right now, I mean, it's it's such a difficult, you know, manner to even get tested that a lot of people just don't even want to go through that hassle. Yeah, I and a lot of the government or the Minnesota government is saying like you don't need to be confirmed to have coronavirus. Like you don't need yep. to have it tested if you think you got the symptoms. Just stay out, stay home. Like that's all you got to exactly. do, and that stops it because you're just infecting more people the more you go out. So I mean, I think it just. I think we're doing a good job now. Um, it sucks what we're doing um, as a nation, but to get people to realize that this is not a joke and you actually have to stay um, inside, especially if you're sick, um, I, I th- honestly think it'll be a month or two before things start going back to normal, but I don't think it'll be before next school year, um, around August or September, I think it'll start 
getting close to what life was normally like before then. Uh, do you agree with that well, statement? It's, it's, it's more of a question of, you know, what normal is going to be. Um, I don't think we're going to see normal for a long, long time. What do you mean um, by You're going to have a lot of though? business. I don't think we're going to see, I mean, normal as far as in, in, in stocks and businesses, you can see a lot of businesses that just won't reopen. Yeah, um, that was, that's more of a question of which businesses will reopen um, and what's going to, you know, take those places. I Just such a weird time right now. Yeah. Um, as far as like peaking, I, I, I could see it peaking in, you know, still two, two, three weeks. Personally. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch on something you said, uh, you know, business is not opening. I think this without a doubt is going to push the world into a global depression um, or recession, you know, either or. Um, but, you know, economists are saying there's going to be a 22 percent fall. Um, that's what they're predicting in the global economy, which is just kind of nuts. Um, you know, and they're saying that's going to happen until it runs through the population. It stopped dead in its tracks, which is what I think everyone's hoping for. Um, I don't know how realistic that is or a vaccine is created. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, no one knows what the outcome is going to be. Um, there's a little bit of a competition between, uh, you know, China, the U.S., uh, Europe, in like creating the vaccine. So I don't know if they're gonna, if it's all gonna turn into like a little bit. I think people want, you know, there to be a vaccine, but I don't want it to turn into kind of like the space race, but vaccine style. Yep. Um, we're you know we're kind of we're giving people information back and forth, but at the same time we're hiding like critical information, which is then like, you know, what if well, that critical information could have been given to the U.S. or China, and then all of a sudden we don't get a vaccine because of it. For a while well and this spreading as quickly as it is is the vaccine even gonna come in time you know? yeah no totally um I, I think we're trying to do um as much as possible and something crazy though um that i just heard i don't know if you were listening to um the uh like the minnesota debrief on the coronavirus situation did you listen to that at all i did not Okay, well, they were saying, like, between every single, like, Native American tribe um, in the U.S., there's, like, combined under 100, like, defibrillators, which is what people need to, like, get through this if they are being hospitalized. Sure. Like, that's insane. Like, a hospital here probably has, you know, a good amount close to that, Mm -hmm. which is just nuts. So, I mean, like, I think populations like that, if it gets into them, it's going to be kind of crazy to see what happens. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what it does. Um, I guess that kind of covered, you know, my whole question on, you know, the prediction. What, what do you think by 2021, what's your prediction? Oof, 2021, uh, like a full calendar year or a year from now. Ah, it doesn't matter. December 31st, <laughs> um, January. Sure. Gosh. In, in what manner? Like, are you talking about stock market? Are you talking about business? Um, are you talking I'm about... talking everything. Give me your whole glimpse <laughs> of what the world will look like. Well, I would hope, I, I, I think we'll still be in a, uh, I think we'll be still recovering from recession. Um, I, I think for the stock market to recover, it's going to take, I think it's going to be probably one of the deepest recessions that we've had for, oof, probably since, you know, Great Depression time, honestly. I mean, even this is way past 2008. Is way past, you know, 9/11. 
Um, so right. I definitely think we're going to be covering from that still for years to come. Um, as far as businesses, I think you're going to see a lot of bigger businesses than you'd think go under. Um, unless the government does does something to prevent those manners, but I don't think there's really anything you can do, per se. Um, even even Best Buy being one of them, I, I don't know if Best Buy will even be open in 2021, if I'm being honest. Wow, you think that's that's a bold prediction. You think Best Buy is going under? I do. Wow. I, I, I 100% too. I mean, you you work at Best Buy. I've worked in the past at AMC. AMC alone is shutting down for four to 12 weeks because no one re- will release a movie. I mean, how long can movie people or that industry hold out before they have to go under as well? It's kind of crazy to think that such big organizations and industries like that can go under. Yeah, I mean, I know right now Best Buy just applied for a $2 billion loan to uh, pay employees right now. Dang. Um, and entering this time period where we're shortly, you know, about to close, mm-hmm. it's, it's a question of how long we're going to stay open and, you know, being a luxury technology store, how important those needs are. Right. And especially, I you think, know, with the, competing with the online market is kind of hard right now. It, it honestly... It depends a lot on if the government deems Best Buy essential or not. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Um, lots riding on this, that decision. And just a disclaimer um, to everyone that's listening, uh, we know nothing more than you. Um, we just got information from online. We are just college kids, so don't take our advice <laughs> or anything we say to heart. Um, but I think that kind of wraps up uh, everything we had to say about the coronavirus.